Welcome to Good Faith Reads. I am your host, Jana Peterson. I'm an Ernest C. Hines Jr. intern at Good Faith Media. Good Faith Reads is a short podcast released twice a month in the focus of one of our book authors at Good Faith Media. We've published more than 100 titles under our Nurturing Faith book imprint, and we invite you to check them out at goodfaithmedia.org bookstore. Today's guest is Dr. Ron Parrott, author of Coherent Christianity, A More Liberating, Less Traveled Way. He's joining us remotely from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Dr. Parrott, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Nice to be with you this morning. Ron, would you be willing to share with our listeners a brief overview of your book? Yes. Ultimately, the book is about understanding salvation and what it means to live a Christian life in relation to God. To do that requires answering three critical questions. Number one would be the nature or character of God. Number two, how God deals with humanity. And number three, how, what does God expect of me? To do those, we have to decide what is authoritative in scripture. Otherwise you can't get coherent answers to those questions. Then that requires deciding whether the Bible is a divine product or, or a human product. So in the book, I begin with the discussing the idea of the book of scripture being a divine product or a human product, and then lead the reader through the answers to the other questions, uh, which ultimately ends in our understanding of salvation. It was a really fascinating read for me. Towards the beginning of your book, you share that at some point, the faith of your childhood wasn't really working for you. Was there any particular catalyst that gave you kind of permission to ask questions and kind of rethink what you were originally taught? Some of my friends kid me about having the mind of an engineer. Uh, my dad was an engineer, so I tend to, I think, think logically and look for coherence in things or the lack thereof. And a lot of the things that I grew up with just really bothered me. They just didn't make sense. They didn't hold together like I thought they should. I mean, if we have confidence in, in God, then the message God gives us ought to be coherent. And I didn't find that so. So I struggled with that for a long time. As you open the book, you spend quite a bit of time problematizing inerrancy and infallibility. Why do you find these two doctrines particularly problematic for your pursuit of a more liberating, less traveled way? We're talking about the inability to contain errors. So we talk about infallible Bible. We're talking about a divine product, something incapable of error. But when you read the Bible, you can see internal contradictions in it. I mean, you don't have to be a Bible scholar to do that. I mean, just read the first three chapters of Genesis. I mean, here we have two separate and distinct accounts of creation. Now, we can rationalize those by treating them as metaphorical rather than literal and then avoid the problems with science. But there are other contradictions, particularly regarding the character of God, that gave me a lot of trouble to start with. For example, if you look at Jesus' teachings, he talks about the compassion and love of God for all people, Jews and Gentiles, men and women. 
even in the Hebrew Bible, Jonah is called by God to preach to the people of Nineveh, who were the sworn enemies of the Israelites. On the other hand, you see God sending a death angel to murder innocent Egyptian babies and children, or God speaking through Samuel to tell Saul to commit genocide against the Amalekites. I mean, these just don't hang together. If God is love, with any reasonable understanding of the meaning of love, you don't commit genocide. You don't kill innocent babies. So those kind of things have always bothered me. And because we get these conflicting notions about the character of God, it's very difficult or it was difficult for me certainly to develop a, a, a coherent Christianity. We just can't get answers to coherent answers to the question, for example, of the nature and character of God if we take the Bible as a divine product. So I choose there to take it as a human product or, or better yet a, a library of human products with Jesus as our ultimate authority for interpretation. We'll be right back in 30 seconds with more of Good Faith Reads. Lot Carey is proud to bring you conversations with some of the best and brightest pastors coast to coast. Our new podcast, Pilgrimages of Striving and Thriving, delivers wisdom from the Black church for the whole church. Find us wherever you get your podcasts or listen online at lotcary.org. That's L-O-T-T-C-A-R-E-Y dot org. We look forward to the pilgrimage with you. Welcome back to Good Faith Reads. Today we're joined remotely by Dr. Ron Parrott, author of Coherent Christianity, A More Liberating, Less Traveled Way. And I'm Jana Peterson at Good Faith Media. Dr. Parrott, could you please tell, tell us about your writing process? Did you set out weekly goals or did you ever face writer's block? Well, to tell you the truth, that what turned out to be the the book of, on coherent Christianity evolved over about 30 years. So I don't know if you could call that writer's block or not. <laughs> it took a long time to, to finally get it in the shape that <laughs> was worth publishing, I think. For me, writing is a way of organizing my thoughts. So over the years, I wrote several versions of the book uh, or several manuscripts most of them dealing with subsections of what turned out to be the final book. So it just evolved over time as I kind of worked to organize my thoughts and build a coherent understanding of what I felt was my Christian life. In your book, Coherent Christianity, you found a fresh way to understand salvation. Would you be willing to share with us how you're connecting salvation with justice? The message that I grew up with was really, it seemed to me at least, to be centered on how to get to heaven. That was the Christian message. The goal in Christian life was to get to heaven. The problem in getting there was sin. And of course, the solution to sin is forgiveness. And for that, you had to profess belief in certain propositions about Jesus. It turns out, as I read the scripture with 
Jesus as my authority, I don't find this at all. Jesus never taught this. This is an invention of the church. And it's a very handy invention because you can get people to justify all kinds of actions if you only need to profess belief in certain propositions about Jesus. This gives you an easy way to avoid doing what Jesus actually said we needed to be doing. I mean, to believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins is not the same as believing that God loves all people and that we're to be uh, about the business of helping the disadvantaged. So I, as I read Jesus, it seemed to me that Jesus was talking about salvation in a different way. I mean, Jesus took sin seriously, but, but sin was a symptom. It wasn't the ultimate problem. It was a symptom. The problem was that you wanted to sin. In effect, you were in a kind of bondage, not much different from what we think of as, as alcoholism or, or drug addiction. Uh, you could be addicted to, to, to sex or, or power or greed, all kinds of things like that that keep you in bondage. Well, if you're in bondage, the solution is not forgiveness. The solution is freedom or liberation from bondage. And Jesus said the way to accomplish that is through transformation. And that involves repentance and making a commitment to do the will of God, which is, of course, to love your neighbor as yourself, which means working for justice, helping the disadvantaged, which is precisely what Jesus was all about. That's what he did in life. That's, that should model for us what it means to be Christian and what our salvation means. An important note to all of our listeners, we at Good Faith Media are always accepting book proposals. Our authors engage with an experienced team of editors, designers, and marketers to produce and sell books on a variety of topics. If you have a book proposal you'd like to run by us, head on over to goodfaithmedia.org slash bookstore for more information. That's goodfaithmedia.org slash bookstore. Dr. Parrott, you close out the book with a set of principles that can guide our future Christian education programs. Do you have one or two of these principles that are your favorites that you'd like to share with us? I guess one of my favorites certainly is what I call the definition of Christian faith. And that it is trusting what Jesus taught was true, essential, and authoritative. It seems in modern times we have corrupted the understanding of faith that was original to Jesus. Faith has come to mean professing allegiance or uh, belief in certain propositions about Jesus. But for Jesus, faith meant trust in him that what he taught was correct. And he had the power to change our lives. So I think that's vitally important that we recover the original meaning of faith as Jesus used it. Uh, the second one I think is that God is not indifferent, cruel, vengeful, or coercive and does not give preferential treatment to anyone in this life. I think that goes really to the heart of Jesus' teaching because if 
if God is love and God's will is that we love others, then God can never interact with us in a way that coerces our behavior. You cannot coerce love. So that means that if we are to have the ability to love freely, then God is not gonna be in the business of coercing us. So we would never expect God to interact with us through rewards and punishments, which contradicts the very heart of the old covenant in the Hebrew Bible. You only have to read Deuteronomy 28. I mean, it's, it's built on the concept of God interacting with humanity on the basis of rewards and punishments. I think to have a coherent Christianity that's consistent with what Jesus taught, we have to get away from that. And we have to understand that God does not give preferential treatment in this life, which of course has a huge effect on how we pray and what we expect as a result of prayer. So those would be probably my two favorite ones. I, I love that, that God is not coercive is one of the main points from your book that stood out to me as well. Our guest today on Good Faith Reads has been Dr. Ron Parrott, author of Coherent Christianity, A More Liberating, Less Traveled Way. The book, along with more than a hundred other titles, is available as both a print book and ebook at goodfaithmedia.org slash bookstore. Dr. Parrott, we appreciate you being our guest today. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I enjoyed being with you.